presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everyone to the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. We are back, boys. Myself, Scotty Villa, Paralegal Mike, UK Tom, the whole crew is here. And first of all, how's everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? <laughs> Don't everyone fire up at once, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not I was, giving, I, was, I was giving Tom the leeway, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm good. Just ate supper, fresh haircut, feeling like a million bucks. Looking like it too. I'm all good. I had a pretty big nap today, so that's good. <laughs> I'm jealous of the nap. I'm jealous of you having a head of hair that you can get a haircut for. So I'm just <laughs> over here feeling envious of everybody right now. But um, guys, before we get into the professional televised world of professional wrestling with uh, WWE Elimination Chambers coming up this weekend. So we're going to be talking about that, doing our picks. Plus, we got a heel rock situation on our hands, which is a lot of fun for a lot of people. The In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast checked out some local pro wrestling this past weekend with CWE in town. And guys, might have been one of my my, my favorite trips with you guys to a pro wrestling show because I had a blast. At CWE that, was, this week. that was the best CWE show I've been to. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, <laughs> good times were out. <laughs> Great show from top to bottom. For me, I don't know if it tops the show that uh, Tessa Blanchard had. Uh, when she showed up last year, yeah, I can't remember the date, but this show was so much fun. They had a different uh, entrance set up and a video screen, which I really enjoyed. Um, and for me, the roster felt like I felt like they were like, we need to give these guys a show. Like fans came out, let's give them a show. And I felt like the whole roster gave 110% on this one. We saw a rare, very rare, clean Danny Duggan loss, which still has me a little bit shocked in the opener. Um, 
against the the Chiz man himself, Chad Daniels. <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping we see more of this story when they come back to uh, our area in May. I'm hoping we see more of that. But if you haven't been to a Canadian Wrestling Elite show, you're doing yourselves a huge disservice. Go out and check them out. Great shows, great great crew, great ring. I like what they do, and it's so much fun to uh, to hoot and holler. One it of my was... favorite... oh, go ahead, Tom. Sorry. One of my favorite things about them uh, is the imports they bring in. Like this time, we had Shane Douglas, yeah. and I wasn't expecting much out of him, especially when it was announced that he was in singles. But he surprised me. I mean, I know uh, his ring gear was a little bit disappointing for Paralegal <laughs> Mike, <laughs> but I, I I can see past things like that, and it didn't bother me at all. And I'm actually surprised that he went as long as he did. Yeah. And the match was as entertaining as he did because he's nearly 60. So, like, I I think his next birthday, he is 60. Um, So, like, he's wrestling singles that whole tour, the whole tour, too. Easy for me to say. Um, (laughs) And I mean, I also don't think it would be fair to just gloss over the fact that uh, Leon picked up Big Chief. Yeah. Um, I mean, the slam was. Kind of brutal, but he got him up. Yeah, he picked him up. He he certainly picked him up. Now, I know you can look past Shane Douglas's ring gear. I mean, he wrestled in a T-shirt. I know how Scotty Villa feels about that. (laughs) But can you look past the man giving Chris Benoit his flowers at a (laughs) local (laughs) local wrestling show? Can you you look past that? I think it's the one thing that turned all of our heads at once were like, are we sure? Like, I, don't, are you, are you... I don't think I've ever seen a whole room of people go, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wasn't expecting to hear that name uh, thrown out at the, the CWE show. Very confused by that. But um, yeah, we saw Big Chief get slammed, kind of. Um, sorry, Tom, what was the gentleman's name again? Leon, I don't know how to pronounce his surname, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> That's fine. We, we all know who Leon is. Yeah, I imagine he's a newer wrestler, maybe a couple years yeah, in the business or whatever. This but... was his uh, rookie tour with CWE. Oh, cool. Um, this is the first time he's been through. And from the reaction I've seen on their social media to him, I think we will definitely see him again. I hope so. The guy's got a great look. Uh, you can tell he's putting things together. Uh, in in his moves and his match sets or ma- move set and matches, so um, I'm excited to see him again in hopefully a different opponent where yeah. he can kind of you know try to get a banger out there. Uh, I know why they put him in with Big Chief. Big Chief is a guy that will give you a solid wrestling match and probably teach you a couple things while you're in there. But uh, um, I- I'm excited to see him again. I want to see him up against a, a Chad Daniels or. Um, What's the Cowboys name? Jacob Creed. Jacob Creed. Jacob Creed yes. Yeah. Um, I just, I think that they would be uh, different style matches. And I think a, a more of a match where, you know, get a couple more extra minutes in the match. So I, I, I'd like to see both of those matches, but I also think if they booked him in there with the Mentalo it would be fantastic. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. CWE it's, champion. It's tough. Cause you know, you like, you build your tour around working with a certain guy. So like those only get better. When you come to Regina, maybe you don't try to get your new baby face over with Big Chief in <laughs> in that room with those people. 
<laughs> don't say especially, those people. Just say us. <laughs> especially with the uh, with the podcast crew in attendance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I would say again, like we we love going, but I think it's infectious when we're in the room, and you could tell. Because if not, I feel like a lot of people would just be sitting pretty quiet. Yeah. Well, think of the uh, the two people that were sat next to us. That was that. Uh, that lady's first wrestling show, I think. And she was loving it by the end of it, interacting with us. We're infectious. I mean, I understand. I'd like hanging out with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell, we had a whole room of people chanting chiz. Oh. <laughs> and you know, like, you have to, like, lean into that now. Like, the chiz chants were just out of control. Like, so loud. And what, like, what a hot opener. Like, it's just the opener. perfect way to set the like the expectations on how the crowd was going to be. And since we were there, I mean, we saw our boy Chiz. There was a, <laughs> there was a, there was a rumble once where you decided to stick in our corner, which come on now. <laughs> um, I, I think I said it at the show, actually, where we've been going to CW shows for two years, maybe a little more than two years old since the pandemic kind of opened things up, I guess. Right. And I, I leaned into both of you and said, I don't think I've ever seen Danny Duggan loss outside of maybe a DQ or something like that, but I've never seen him take a loss in the ring. So um pretty shocked by that. We've got to get Danny on the show. One of these days, I've, I've yeah. got to be a better producer and reach out and see if we can steal him for a, a half an hour just to pick his brain and, and, uh, and not necessarily get all the secrets from him, but he's been able to book some very big pro wrestling names for his tours. So um curious about that. Plus just, he's had a hell of a career in, in Canadian independent wrestling. So uh, it'd be cool to hear his journey. So uh, we'll have to find a date in March to uh, try and get him on. If not, we'll try to get him on right before the, the next tour comes through. But uh, CWE, if they're coming to your area, Canadian wrestling elite, if you see that poster up on uh, a, a, a pole or on the wall somewhere, take a good look at it and put you Put in your uh, hard-earned money and go watch that show. It is a fantastic time. Side note. Sorry, okay, side note. You, you had a side note? Oh, I just had a quick side note that Ringside Wrestling, they have their show coming here in Regina at the beginning of March, the first Friday of March. I believe it is March 1st. And uh, when we got to the show at CWE, Mike and, and I and Tom, we didn't go to the last Ringside show. And we had a few people come up to us saying, you guys are missing out at ringside. Like there's some good stuff happening and they do storylines throughout each show. And I got caught up and I was like, damn, I kind of really mad that I missed that show. So we're going to do everything we can to make sure we get to the next show. I won't. I'll be in Cuba. That's so, great. Have fun at ringside wrestling. I'll be soaking it up on a beach in true heel paralegal Mike fashion. Not so. Assum- and, you know, assuming someone is uh, beating their partner. oh guys you had to be there that might be an inside joke but you had to be there top of the year um wow dude i was laughing about that the next day i'm just laying on the couch watching tv and it popped in my head and i couldn't stop giggling and you know it's like maybe it's because like i go and i'm i'm getting drunk like this is not hidden you'll see me with beers in my hand but when that one just came out, would you hear the pop that came from people behind? Like, what? <laughs> did he just say that? I did. I'll probably say it again. Probably. 
you might as well you got a reaction right that's that's what we're looking for sorry it's like the one time i'm wondering if like that wrestler hears and they're like i'm gonna punch that dude after because <laughs> that's probably like the level of like i deserve to get take one for that kind of comment i don't want that to happen though mike you know why we all know why because now i gotta fight that guy and help defend you there's no way you're gonna help do anything you're just gonna let that happen and be like well what'd you learn no, nothing because no. i'll do it again i'll do it again i it wouldn't be you if you didn't do it again. I expect you to do it again, but God damn it. You know, I got your back. <laughs> what a scene that would be. <laughs> yeah. Scott, Scott would be trying to fight the guy and I'd be making sure I'm getting everything on camera. Yeah. Just like phone up. It's like, I got it for the pod. <laughs> Speaking uh, of wrestling though, we're going to yep. talk some, some televised wrestling, some WWE. Cause you guys know, um, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, appeared on uh friday night smackdown you guys i'm sure watched the whole show because why wouldn't you sure did great show yes they did and uh here we are still on the road still gonna find a way to talk about cody Rhodes, which is miserable to me but what did we think of Dwayne the rock johnson on friday night smackdown tom go ahead i loved it i thought it was a very very good promo i I think I said it in our little group chat, or it might have been a tweet. I can't remember. Um, but I am so excited for Heel Rock because it's been 21 years since we've had Heel Rock. Um, I do think they're going to struggle to get the crowd to actually boo him because, like, even on SmackDown, I know he hadn't torn into the crowd yet, but when his music hit, that place went insane. Um, I hope he starts actually. Because it was almost a tale of two promos with the both guys in the ring. Mm -hmm. Roman cut his promo. Did he introduce The Rock or did The Rock just come out? I can't remember. But I think he introduced uh, The Rock. And then The Rock came out and then Roman didn't say another word. And he was just there. Um, but if we're going to get this asshole heel Hollywood version of The Rock, then I'm all for it and I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm the same way. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I'm in the camp that go full heel, Hollywood heel rock. Not everyone's going to boo him. It's just not a thing now. And I'm not saying that's not because he's not talented enough or anything like that, but rock is just that over worldwide. And I, I will credit this comment to bully Ray on busted open. And it's something that you don't really think about anytime that someone's seeing the rock now in a different city, they haven't seen The Rock in that city in probably 20 years in WWE. So, so many people now are probably buying tickets just to see The Rock and cheer The Rock. And he's too entertaining of a heel. He's, it's like MJF. We all loved to hate MJF, but he was damn good at his job and too entertaining. Now, Hollywood Rock, back in the day, he did a great job of making people fucking hate him because he was irritating the songs and everything was corny too, in my opinion. Like that's what made that Hollywood heel rock work is because he was corny. I, we're going to get a lot of that, I believe, but I still think because of so much time being passed because of who Dwayne Johnson is now, it's, it's going to be impossible for them to boo him when he comes out. Plus his music, like people get goosebumps when they hear his music. It's it'll be in the ring and you'll get 85 to 90 percent of the fans booing when he talks shit about their town or talks shit about Cody or talks shit about 
someone's baby's mama. But at the end of the day, they're going to be like, that was fucking fun. Right. So I don't, I don't think we get heel rock past mania. I think heel rock dies either right before mania or at mania, but I'm, I'm going to enjoy the ride. It's fun. I have a Tom thought about how this is going to end. Tom thought. Give us a Tom thought. I am still assuming that on night one of WrestleMania, we get Cody and Seth versus Rock and Roman. Yeah, I, I, with I, you, that Tom thought is good. I think, obviously, I think Rock and Roman are going to lose. And I think the Rock and Roman get in each other's face after the match. Rock plants Roman with a rock bottom to end WrestleMania night one. And then we go into night two with Cody and Roman. And then that leads into Cody's comment from a few weeks ago of, I am going to take everything from you. And then we don't need The Rock anymore. The Rock can go back and do Hollywood and then come back next year at WrestleMania to face Roman, which I still 100% believe is the plan. I, I like that. I think the plan is to do Rock and Roman at SummerSlam. I'm all for that too. I just I only go by because I have a feeling Rock's movie schedule, production schedule, whatever, will be picking up quite a bit after this. Um, but dude, love that Tom thought. Uh, could you imagine if The Rock beat Seth Rollins at Mania, became the world heavyweight champion, and then Cody beats Roman, and then Cody beats The Rock? Holds both belts. No, no, I don't want to imagine it. No, (laughs) sorry, I just popped in my head what Tom was talking. I'm like, man, could you imagine the rock? I, but go on. I think Tom's thought is is good. Like, I I do think the ending of night one is going to be the tag team match. I actually think now, if it is the ending match, I do think that um, Seth and whoever's coming out of the elimination chamber um, this weekend is going to be opening night two. Yeah, I think it's tough. It's a tough ask to go Seth open the show and a few hours later come back out and work again and probably one of your higher profile matches you can have on the card, right? So give them the night. Let them rest those bumps properly because I think they're going to have both titles, one open, one close on night two. And There's a part of me that... So go ahead. Sorry, just to add to my thought here, in the tag match, I think Cody pins Dwayne. And then the next night pins Roman. And Cody pinning Dwayne is why Roman gets in his face after the match. He gets his ass taken I'd love to see that. I would love to see that. And I mean, the ultimate win for Cody, right? Like, if there's a way you want to end the story, like, if we're we're truly going to end it, let's have him really end it on top. Pinning The Rock on night one, pinning Roman on night two. I mean, potential shattering of the bloodline completely. Sign me up. I, I, I do have a mini thought or theory that Seth doesn't even make it to Mania as the champion. Oh. There's, there's been with what they're doing with Sami Zayn talking about he needs to go into WrestleMania and he needs to be a world champion. Uh I could see Drew winning the elimination chamber. And Drew and Sammy have been intertwined with since Sammy's come back because Drew took Sammy out. Uh I I think at some point Damian Priest cashes in on set before Mania. And we could see a triple threat slash fatal four away. Maybe put somebody else in there too. I just with with Seth's knee injury, I just have a hard time thinking that they're going to have him wrestle twice in a weekend. Good point. It. I mean, that tag match is, I think, a lock though. 
if I'm Seth too, like I'd rather Damien get this cash in, like you said, take the title off me so I can put everything into the match. I think what will be the most talked about. And that's wild. Cause like Cody story is huge, mm-hmm. but I think when you're at this WrestleMania and Dwayne's involved in this kind of match, this is the big one that news outlets are going to take. And all of the coverage is going to really go onto that huge marquee with, with Dwayne a part of it. So yeah, you know what I'm, we've been saying it for a while that Damian priest, like, what are we waiting for? Like, this cash in is is massive or he gets cody damien waits <laughs> cashes in on cody don't do that he can don't finish the story still but the judgment day comes back looking like just the hottest heels going i wonder if they're waiting to take the tag titles off of judgment day because that's a hell of a lot of belts for one dude to carry around yeah well yeah Maybe this I mean, I guess I guess they could kind of do a freebird rule type thing and just never have Damian Priest actually defend them again. I was kind of hoping they would have done that once they first won them and then have any of the three or four guys defend them at any point. I think you would do a service to the belts and house shows and everything that way a lot better uh, for those titles. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just, again, it's part of the fun of, we don't know what's going to happen at Mania. And we're kind of used to, at this point, even in mid to late February, we kind of usually know what the main event scene's looking like and what it's going to be. And we're not there yet. We don't know. And I fucking love that. So, well, we do know that we're going to continue on the road because Elimination Chamber is this weekend. And boy, oh boy, we're going to get even closer to solidifying that WrestleMania card. So let's get into it. You got the card up there? Sure do. We're going to start off with the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match. That is the New Catch Republic. Awful tag team name. Just god-awful tag team name. It's what? The New Catch Republic. Fucking hate it. It is terrible. Both these guys are great talents. What a terrible tag team name. That's as bad as DIY's entrance music. Hey, Tom? You see that? I saw that tweet. I, as you guys know, I don't like to be negative, but that new name for Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. I fucking hate it. it it's, it's bad. It's Real bad. so bad. Oh. WWE as British strong style. Everybody it, knows them as British fucking strong style. Yeah. Why do we have to change the name? I hate it. Yeah. New, new catch <laughs> Republic. Jesus versus the judgment day. All right, guys. Well, I think this one's pretty clear cut myself. I think the judgment day are holding those titles until WrestleMania. I think they're going to be the high-profile tag team loss. So obviously, a, a heel loss at WrestleMania. So yeah, I'm going to have the Judgment Day retain in what could potentially be a really awesome match. Yeah, I think it will be a very awesome match. Sucks for me, because Finn Balor won't be a loser <laughs> on Elimination Chamber night. But it just makes more sense right now for the Judgment Day to hang on to those belts. I'm with you there. Uh, I'm going to go Judgment Day as well. Um, even though we just talked about we should they should probably get the titles off of Judgment Day before Damien cashes in. But are you gonna put it on a brand new tag team that's just been formed on WWE TV? I know they've worked together in the past, but I, I can't see it. I, I'm still waiting for the point, and I've been waiting for this for years, where someone says, I'm not I don't work on Raw, I work on SmackDown. I want the SmackDown titles. Just give us a shot at those, and then you could split them up. But why would anybody want common sense? Uh, but I'm going Judgment Day. Tom? I am also going Judgment Day. 
And my only hope for this match is they give them time. And I mean, with a four match card in a stadium, yeah. they're, oh, they're going to have to. Yeah. Um, that's my other thing. Stop booking pay per views with four matches. Like, I hate it. The I'm Royal missing. Rumble. The Royal Rumble was one thing because you have two matches that are going to go an hour. Well, is that logic not sound with the Elimination Chamber? It could like, be, but yeah. do you want to see any of those six women in the chamber go for an hour? No. No, you're right. And you're, I didn't you're, you're very much and, so right. <laughs> I, and I don't mean that to be a prick, but like with the talent that's in there, there's only potentially one of them I would like to see wrestle for an hour, and that is Bianca Belair. Good call. Good call. Well, speaking of the Women's Elimination Chamber match, let's get into it. Because, boy, thrilling card on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Naomi. Who else we got in this thing? Raquel okay. Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez. Is and that Tiffany, everyone announced? Tiffany oh, and Stratton. Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. yeah. Boy. Well, the right call here is probably Becky Lynch. Considering, mm. you know, drinking piss on national television. <laughs> Mike, she's not going to come on the show if you keep saying that. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be tough getting anyone from WWE on the show with a name like Paralegal Mike. So <laughs> you guys let me know when they're coming on. If I don't have to be here, that's fine. I'll do what's right for the pod. But when the name ain't changing. Maybe that's what we can do while you're in Cuba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm booking Hunter. I'm not uh, particularly thrilled on the women's elimination chamber because I just, I mean, they should all realistically lose come up to Rhea at WrestleMania. Like that's the way I eye it going to Mania is just like, it would have been different if there wasn't the main event, main event match with Rhea and Nia on this card. If Nia was in the elimination chamber, to go to Mania, I think it's a better fit. I think that on paper just looks better for WrestleMania. I agree. Um, I hate the fact that they've basically been saying it's Becky and Rhea for the last three weeks on TV, it- and but she still has to win this match. And you didn't have any of the other women that are involved in this match going up to Rhea and cutting promos the same way that Becky has. She's been getting too much microphone time and TV time. And it's not been good or entertaining. I hated her speaking on Monday this past week. I thought it was just god awful. What did Liv Morgan interrupt? Yeah, all the way at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, good, but you've really told us otherwise in the last three weeks. Yeah. Like, hey, Becky's gonna probably be the one at WrestleMania. And that—that's my pick as well as Becky. Like, I want to be different, but I'd be stupid to. I mean. Let's get real. Mm-hmm. Paralegal Mike's Booker of the Year so far. Whoa! I, I, let's go Whoa. to the, let's go to the paper. I believe I won the Rumble. I he believe did. it was even said. Hold on. What do you mean? Hold on. It was I don't on want very... to admit it. All right. Well, well you're going to have to. You're going to have to admit it right now. Technically, as much yes. as it hurts me, he did. Yeah. yeah tec- technically, I, I, I have the paperwork right here. It says four out of six. You got right on the rumble. And yeah. me and Tom got three. Yeah. So, so, so what does that make me thus far? That makes you uh paralegal Mike of the Emma House Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> the fresh Booker haircut. of the year. Booker of the year. 
a booker of january fuck like like one week so, of january. so far so far so good <laughs> oh you just fucking wait until february it's a leap year too i'm gonna fuck <laughs> you up but um i mean scotty and i are both going back to you tom what's your thoughts I mean, I think I think with the four matches we have here, I think we're going to be four and four, probably all the same, because mine is also Becky. Mm -hmm. I would really, really like it if it's Bianca, because I think Bianca and Rhea would be a really good match. Um, But I also think they need to save that for later down the road. Um, I think we're getting Becky and Rhea at Mania, and I hope Rhea retains. I do not want a championship anywhere near Becky again for a long time. I really push Rhea to the moon. Keep it going. I I think Rhea holds that title for much longer after after Mania. My only thing is, if she retains, she's got to start working more. Yeah, I yep. I think she will. I think a, a a lot of Judgment Day type stuff is going to start to filter off if Damian cashes in and wins. And I have a feeling they're going to eventually kick out JD. And then when Finn goes, what are you doing? They're like, oh, you too. And they're going to kick out Finn as well. So, I, so I, I oh, go ahead, Tom. Sorry, I don't. She doesn't need to come out and have classic matches every week, but stick her in there with a local girl and just have her fucking eat her alive. Just have some wins. You're the champion, but you still need to win. Dude, she could be a female Goldberg style wrestler where she comes in, squashes somebody, even though they're the champion. She's like, uh, I'm in Toledo, Ohio next week. Whoever's there, you're next, kind of thing, right? I, so I would I wouldn't be mad if Rhea Ripley never lost a match again. <laughs> right there with you. <laughs> right there with you. I think going back to Scotty's point about the judgment day fizzling off, I don't I don't think so. I think uh the bloodline is the number one priority to fizzle out because I'm thinking Roman's obviously gonna take time away, even though he's hardly on TV as it is. Um I think that's the key component of a faction you break up. I I don't think you can ignore Dominic Mysterio's heat. I worry about what happens to Dominic Mysterio after a break of the Judgment Day. I don't think that carries over very well for Dominic Mysterio. And I do think that they like those loud reactions Dominic Mysterio is getting in arenas. He is getting booed out of that place. I think you want that heat on a heel faction. Um, Keep that rolling. Like Judgment Day could, could keep going. But you're right. You have a good out with Damian Priest winning a championship like that. I like it. Also, it'd be fun if after this happened or after the breakup happens, if you just have Dirty Dom trying to latch onto any <laughs> female wrestler and just like latching onto someone who's so low on the card, but they build each other up kind of thing. I think it would be good. But anyway, who do we got next? We're Dirty getting Dom into and Nia Jax. Oh, oh man. Heat. Anyway, continue. Heat. Heat. <laughs> um, let's get into the men's elimination chamber match. We've got Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Logan Paul, and L.A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, that's going to be our men's elimination chamber. I also think this one kind of obvious. I think it's good because it sets up another Logan-Kevin match for mm-hmm. Mania. Like, I think that's got to be a lock. Got really. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, I have a thought about that. I think it's gonna be a six-person ladder match for the U.S. title. Oh, just to, just to shove a whole bunch of people in there and let Kevin Owens do something nuts at WrestleMania. I, I yeah. think that we're it's gonna be a one-on-one with Logan Paul and L.A. Knight. Yeah, it's a little late. Welcome to this fucking party. Where were you yeah. guys? How long ago <laughs> we were talking about this? Um, but anyway, sorry. The men's chamber match. Um, I'm going Drew McIntyre. I think it's. I, 
pretty clear. No brainer. Everyone else is either not involved in anything or involved with something. So Drew's got to be the guy. I think the work he's been doing the last three, four months at most have probably been the best he's done since the pandemic. And I I just think it's his time. I, I think he walks out. If, if Seth is working a one-on-one match against Drew for the title, Drew's walking out with the championship. I've also got Drew McIntyre with a side note that I am very interested to see what Logan Paul does in the chamber. Yeah. Oh, this spot for sure. Yeah. You're you're kind of known for, for going for it now in all these high profile matches. Like you have something, so it'll be exciting to see what Logan Paul does. I mean, sure as fucking going to be LA Knight. Bobby Lashley's irrelevant to me at this point. He really is. I forgot he was in there. Yeah, he's in there. I mean, could be good to. I'm, where does Randy fall out though? This is my my big worry is like the Viper comes back, he's thrown into this match. I still don't see a clear cut path for Randy either. I haven't been able to book that one yet. I really haven't been able to book that I Randy s- storyline to Mania to an important match. I still think we're getting Randy versus Solo. I yeah, I again call. we we had talked about that earlier. <clears throat> Probably right. That's a good. A good booking. I does that like he already like Cena already did the work for Solo. Like man, Solo's gonna go into obscurity. They haven't done enough, and I don't think a Randy win is helping Solo Sokoa. They should have been helping him long ago yeah. in just beating lots more guys in singles, not just dropping the Samoan spike on Cody. Even though I love it, makes me smile every time it happens. It's happened twice now. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> uh, so are you going Drew in the men's chamber? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Kind of figured as much. So, yeah, we're all three for three right now. All rocking it just, the same deal. It's weird. Uh, why swerve it now? True. Put Drew in all this stuff. Like the CM Punk shirt alone. Like, come on, man. Drew is he's up there and deserves to be in in one of those matches at WrestleMania. So if they don't and somehow they throw Randy in there instead, like just as big, like it's gotta be true. I think so. The story just for the story, like you gotta, I think Hunter's smart enough now where the story does matter and you're mm-hmm. going to put the more high profile one on the card. So I, I, I got your all day last year. Prove that stories matter. And look at the results we got from that. We took got two of the greatest main events in the last, like however many years. So it's uh, great when you don't finish them either at WrestleMania. Oh, you're such amazing. a fucker. You're such a fucker. Just what's the last fucking match? Get it's um, apparently going to be the main event, which rightfully so is going to really? be Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Yeah. The expected main event of this premium live event. I hope it is. Which I mean, come on for Rhea. Mm-hmm. Home field advantage, man. Like you, you almost have to. That pop's going to be insane. Yeah. It, it makes me almost wonder because there's other wrestlers from Australia and New Zealand in that area that aren't on this card. I wonder if they kept them off to keep Rhea's pop that much louder. Yeah. And yeah. Rhea's with somebody. <laughs> and when they announced the show, I was like, okay, so Indy Hartwell will be in the women's chamber and Grayson Waller and Bronson Reed will be in the men's. And obviously that all went to hell. Um, and I, yeah, you're probably right, Scott. It probably is to make Rhea's pop even more insane than it was already going to be. Grayson Waller not having he's having a segment on the show though. Yeah. With, yeah. He, with, he's a heel. Yeah. He's a heel. He's gonna get uh that Aussie heat. 
And a, a side note, when he was still wrestling in Australia as Matty Wahlberg, they fucking hated him. <laughs> like, he he had Dominic Mysterio level heat in Australia. Awesome. That's so, awesome. Love it. I so speaking of this, like I think another match we all we're all gonna be unanimous on Rhea retaining. Like I you, yeah. I don't see that title getting shifted. I think the bigger talk here is like, yeah, this elevates Rhea. It's gonna be hellacious pop. But a bigger thing we didn't mention was this Grayson Waller effect segment. I could I've started to think that we could see the cash in there. Like Priest comes out and cashes in on Seth there after <laughs> Cody leaves or gets taken out by the judgment day or Waller sets them all up so Priest can cash in. I would love to see that. Other than yeah, that, that what be... the what the fuck are they doing there just to talk about their buddies that we don't have to like each other, but we've got to work together because both Dwayne and Roman are going to jump them. And you then gotta, you Damian Priest cashes in that. Yeah, sure. Boys. But I think, I think they're making the trip. I think both Dwayne and, and Roman are going to show up during the, the grace. Mm-hmm. Effect. I never really thought about that, but should we add a bonus point? If we want to predict if somebody cashes, if Damian cashes in, we can, I think, I think we should add a bonus point for if Roman and rock show up too. All right, let's do I, that. I, I think they're making the trip. I do. I, I think if they don't make the trip, WWE have fucking robbed Australia of all this money for that stadium show. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think Rock and Roman show up. Everyone else? Yeah, 100%. I, I think Rock and Roman show up. I don't think we get the cash in as much as I like your idea. Yeah, pretty stink cash in. And... De- definitely Rhea Ripley is uh, is retaining the title. So if there's no punishment for an incorrect guess on the bonus point, I'm just going to go ahead and say, yeah, Priest Cash is in. But yeah, no, I, I think Dwayne and Roman have to be on that plane and they have to be in that stadium. You, you don't fly that distance and have that many seats for this card. It's like forty six or forty nine thousand people that are have already got tickets. So Cody Cody Rhodes is not wrestling on this card. Seth Rollins is not wrestling on this card. There is no Gunther. There is <laughs> there is matches that could have been on this card to have more bang for your buck, as Tom would say. So I think your big win is that yeah, you're going to hear Dwayne's music. Yeah, you're going to see Roman come out. Yeah, I I initially like. Uh, I tweeted out during Raw this week, like Gunther and Jey Uso couldn't be in Australia because Gunther can't leave America at the moment for visa issues. But why is the street fight between New Day and Imperium not on this card? Because half the roster still won't be back from Australia is my guess, but yeah. or jet lag. But we guys, we are right out of time. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at In My House Pod to send us your picks and uh, anything else you want to talk pro wrestling. Uh, guys, great show. We've got our picks in for Elimination Chamber. Mike, have a great vacation. Uh, UK Tom and I will be back next week to break down the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. And uh, thanks for tuning in. This has been the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Cheers, Welcome to my-